We've clicked record and... Yeah. We normally go about 45 seconds, Josh, that we were just hitting 40 seconds when you so rudely interrupted that beautiful, completely free song. Sure. How fucking dare you. Hey, folks, getting that part out of the way early. <laughs> okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix FOD podcast. Holy crap. I need a beer. Can you hook me up, Josh? Sorry, we don't have Elkema Hall here. Damn it. All right. Uh, Hidden Oaks Overdose Football <laughs> fix podcast i am garlic that was josh that already said hi folks and told me to cut off the music early um we thank you for joining us here today we have an email address if you'd ever like to reach out to the show hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com you can also find us on facebook facebook.com slash hoodpod and we are sadly back on anchor not to post the podcast you can't listen to us on anchor but I'm going to be asking, I don't know if it'll be successful or not, but I'm going to be asking for our playoff members to send in a quick, maybe 20 to 30 second voicemail next week. So I need a platform for them to do that. It doesn't sound like booty. So anchor.fm slash hoodpod, you can find us there and you can leave us voicemails there. Segment start times, always in the description below. Skip around, listen to what you want. Levi Oki illustration on Instagram is the artist behind that beautiful art you can see. Josh? How you doing? Darren, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing okay. How was uh how was your day today? I guess it was all right. Went to work, spun around a chair a couple times, got dizzy, threw up, stopped spinning. Then you, I, did you uh, throw up while spinning? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um I was a sprinkler. Um That's uh No, I didn't gross. throw up or spin. But You never spun in your chair today. Uh, ah! No. I can't remember between all of the... Uh, I don't know why I'm holding your feet to the fire today about truths, but I'm coming at you. I, I mean, yeah, I guess maybe I spun. Maybe it wasn't a full spin. Oh, I see. Maybe like 180 to 270, but not a full 360. Yeah. No, I went on a walk hoping I'd get lost, but <laughs> didn't happen. Um, how was your day? You know, pretty not bad. I didn't uh, didn't really do anything. That's my plan for tomorrow. <laughs> do literally nothing? All right. I'm going to stop with that. Um where do you, so Josh, you've told me, we want to mention it early because it might come up later in the show. We're currently on Snonami Watch. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be a tool and call it Snonami, um, even though those are the exact, <laughs> exact, that's the exact word I used. We're just going to go ahead and call it the, uh, the snow showdown of the South Minnesota Northern region or snow watch for short. <laughs> So essentially, Josh wants to. We don't. I don't even know what sounder I'd play, but Josh wants to break the live broadcast for all our live listeners, of which we have so many. Um, when it starts snowing here well, in Minnesota, because it's supposed correct, to start. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they're all alive. They're all alive while they're listening, so they are live listeners. Uh, that is. You got me, Josh. You yep. got me. Let's go into some hot takes because I feel like the longer we talk about it, the quicker it's going to come, and then we're just going to have to cancel everything. 
Why would... Yeah, you're right. Might take down our antenna. The the broadcast station's going down. Anyways, hot takes. I will start. I'm thinking Vita Vey is going to be the hottest pickup in all of fantasy this week. I picked him up twice already in the same league. Do you know who Vita Vey is, Josh? Defensive lineman for the Bucks. That is correct, man. Scored a touchdown. That is a joke. He was like the third overall pick like a couple years ago, wasn't he? Yeah, he was pretty. He's real good. He's a big um, boy. His full is, name is like eighteen thousand letters long. I don't know if that's true, but I do know that he is a big boy. Heaviest player in NFL history, I believe, to ever catch a touchdown. Three hundred and forty. Well, hang on now. How big was B.J. Raji when he caught that pick six? I didn't, well, that is different. Yeah, well, do you think B.J. Raji is over 346? I know he was a big boy, but 340, Josh. His nickname is The a, Freezer. As a heavy man, I know what 346 looks like. Okay, That's, okay, okay. Yeah, but if you cut off Vita Vea's hair, he's 320. That's probably true as well. But so, it, all, it all counts when you hop on the scale. They're not... They're not I guess. Uh, uh, but yeah, so anyways, that was my joking hot take. Vita Vea, defensive tackle, caught, had a touchdown pass this week. My actual hot take... It's even hotter after last night's performance, but I'm thinking the F- San Francisco 49ers are going to stomp the Baltimore Ravens uh, whenever they play this week. Probably Sunday. For sure Sunday. My hot take is the Packers are going to miss the playoffs because <laughs> Garlic's called me dramatic, and here I go, just <laughs> continuing the trend of being dramatic. They don't deserve to make the playoffs after this week's bye. This week's bye? Yeah, the NFL gave them two byes in a row. It was weird. I guess we'll have to get into that more in just a second, but that's good. I mean, good for them. Hopefully their team is super well rested. Yeah. (laughs) Fan tasty zone brought to you by the snacks. I ate before we started crackers, cheese. Oh boy. Do you please no brand name? No drink. Nothing. I can't remember. What is it? Market pantry from target. Yeah. Yeah. Market pantry. Nice. My drink rum. Ooh. And of course, strawberry. Beer. <laughs> and of course, beer. The lovely strawberry Arnold Palmer flavored beer that they sell in the gas station with no supervision. My favorite. Hell yeah, brother. Fan mail. We fan. have fan mail? We do have fan mail. Just one, just one little, well, I guess technically two, You've but. You got mail. One person. It was Mr. Walters himself wrote into us on Facebook. So we put up the Facebook post on Monday before the week was even over, but we're, this is Tuesday night, a week early for everybody. Or a week, a day early for everybody. So he says, can we get a five-minute segment on the most important football event of the year, the Turkey Bowl? So we'll talk, well, just for you, Walters, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but his other thing was, oh, and bold take, Rodgers will not finish as a top 15 QB in any week the rest of the season. Um, Rodgers, he said? He said Rodgers. Oh, all right. No, that's fine. Giants, Redskins, elite teams. They're Vikings, pretty, garbage. Every, they're pretty elite, Josh. We saw what Kirk Cousins did against the Giants, which is only checkdowns. Pretty sure the dude had like 30 yards, no touchdowns. Damn straight. Rogers got his work cut out for him this weekend. Um, but so that was that. And uh, since we have no other fan mail, uh, we, you didn't write down any key injuries. I don't know if there even were any. I Brian, wasn't paying attention. No weekly Brian email. That's because he's too busy popping champagne after his dominant victory over me this week. <laughs> We'll talk about that later. There's a little teaser no, for everybody. Won't. Oh, we won't talk about it later? I okay. quit. Well, anyways, Josh, to Walter's first point, the Turkey Bowl. Josh, you've been doing this a little longer than I have. Tell the people about the Turkey Bowl. Well, folks, 
if you think of the Super Bowl, World Series, and Stanley Cup, all rolled up into one big event, that's what you've got with the Coon Rapids Turkey Bowl. Waking up bright and early on Thanksgiving morn, men of all ages ranged between 21 and 30-something or another meet at the Coon Rapids High School practice field where they indulge themselves in water and football. Most of them are hungover. Um, anyways, can I buy tickets to this event? No. Can I play? But you can participate. <sighs> Speaking of participate, Josh, I did happen to participate last year. Last year was my rookie year. And I don't want to say, I, was, I don't think I was voted rookie of the year, but I'd say for a big boy, I had a pretty impressive showing. Hey, I no, had, Gar, you were rookie of the year. You were the only rookie, so good job. Well... I guess I didn't look back on Facebook. I didn't take enough energy, but I'll take it. So six six receptions on eight targets I had. 40 yards receiving. Zero for one passing. Could have been better, but only took one attempt. One pass defense, so I'm getting in there just like roads closed, baby. <laughs> and uh, I was a trench warfare prodigy. I was a big boy, so I played offensive and defensive line virtually the whole day. And, uh, you know. I don't think I got a sack, but uh, I, I got plenty of QB hurries and hits, you know. Oh, yeah. I uh, I remember. I was there. I watched. I scouted. Oh, I scouted oh, yeah. you during the uh, the three field games, and I, I made sure I was to get only, you. So we, did, we picked teams twice, and I think I was only picked last one of the two times. I think it was picked second to last the other time. So I'm not trying to say I'm an up-and-comer, Josh, but if you're a captain this year, maybe look my way in the third to last pick, huh? I, I'll, I'll keep that in mind, sir. Um, but no, I remember making sure we got you on our roster on that, uh, that large game there because I knew that we needed some trench warfare and we needed some uh, victories on the line. Last year, my team went undefeated. We had a solid team of – I was the shortest guy, so that works at six foot. Um, and Foster, who's a golden retriever and likes to run. Um, Dude goes deep. I, I, I can't remember everybody else on the team, but and I don't remember my own stats. Um, but I think it's because I caught every pass that was thrown my way. Probably threw for maybe nine or ten touchdowns. No, I do remember the opening play. I got a touchdown on, so there was that. Not um, trying to brag, but so, yeah, went undefeated. No biggie. Well, so I was going to ask you. So you said your team went undefeated, but I'm pretty sure we played on two different teams. So did both your teams go undefeated? Because we like repicked like halfway through the day. I don't remember the repicking. Okay. I was just curious because I don't remember. I just, I probably, I don't know if we won a game. We probably won maybe one or two games on the day, but because we had what, six different teams, at least to begin with. And I think maybe we went down to four. I can't remember, but I, I know we had yeah. one big game. That was a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> so do you, uh, so I know, you know, there's probably already been five minutes, but I know Mr. A-Dub is having a little Friendsgiving slash Drinksgiving get together the night before. Will you be partaking in Drinking such a- before a game? No, absolutely not. You will not be drinking before the Turkey Bowl. Nope. Not not a single drop of alcohol past my lips the so night before. Where where can the listeners find you on Wednesday night? Reading the playbook. <laughs> not writing the playbook? Who wrote where does the playbook come from? Don't ask questions. You got you got me. I'll give you a hint. It rhymes with Willie C. Jesus? Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, but in a coaching coach off billy b would be jesus you're not wrong you're not wrong uh okay so that's probably enough to talk about the turkey bowl so yeah coon rapids um weather may play a factor in this week or in this year's may or may not be large snow drifts i'm not sure if anyone's gonna be do you so 
I've only done this one year, and there wasn't really snow last time. Would we shovel the field, or would we just play with all that snow? We'd play with all that snow. I think we'd shovel off the... Oh, I think we'd just put cones on top of the snow piles to make the sidelines. Um, I guess the only year that I played with snow, it was mostly ice, and Cody tore his ACL. <laughs> Perfect. So, uh, you get me real excited. And I got a concussion, yeah. So we're we're having a great time. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm I'm pretty excited. Uh, hopefully, I'm Josh. We're open for a touchdown this year. We're uh, that's the goal. That's my goal for you. I'm gonna get you a touchdown, boy. You'll probably find me in the flat if I'm not blocking on the O line. So hey, be looking, no. be looking right around me for the on the goal line, Lux. You know. Oh yeah. All you right. got that height advantage. <laughs> I I do on some people. Um. But yeah, that we will move on. Josh, week twelve. In the NFL, Homer results. What happened to our Homer teams this week? Uh, Kirk Cousins switched to hard alcohol. Found him on the streets. Um, oh, no. He had a he had a forty five year beard going. I don't know how he grew it that fast, but yeah, he quit. He's just done. He, he's done. What's he up to now? Well, last time I checked, he was writing his memoirs. I suppose he does have a lot of accomplishments. He should write about. Oh yeah. Um, he probably I, saw Julie's titties at least like once. Oh, yeah. No, and I think he finished off a 12-pack of Capri Sun, which is what sent him over the edge. I told him to not hit more than seven. God damn it, Cousins. Yeah, no. Um, well, you know, I did read, a, read there's six starters on the Vikings that are currently not practicing and are injured. Um, it looks like Thielen came back, though, so that's positive for Minnesota. Um, that was the only homer result this week. So what else did you watch this weekend? Yeah, I heard Packers run a bye as well. Um, I watched the Carolina-New Orleans game. That was pretty intense. That was intense, yeah josh yeah you don't want to talk the, about the packers, packers got game? their ass kicked <laughs> san fran proved that their defense is elite um one three three seven don't 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 because no walters made that joke in our group me chat this afternoon and nobody got it and the fact that you just said it so i'd have to hear it twice today i mean i say things are elite all the time yeah, but you never say the one three three seven. Well, I, I was pretty much explaining it for Brian. Not gonna try and put Brian on notice, but I don't think he would know what elite is. No, short for elite. Sure, but anyways, um, yeah. I mean, I I think we exchanged a text like four or five weeks in. I said that defense is legit. The offense has question marks, and I would argue that the defense for the Packers in the first half played well enough to keep them in the game, but that defense for San Fran just shut down everybody. Rodgers had just, what, two yards per attempt because he didn't have any time. Our right tackle, the the whale, Blaga. Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> Every <laughs> fucking Sunday night football game, dude, I wait for Brian Blaga. And he's just like, Iowa. <laughs> He, he got hurt. Thankfully, it doesn't sound like it's going to be too much. But then we put some guy in named Light, and you think that he'd be the light of the offense with that name, but no. He was in darkness. I could have blocked better than him on some of those plays. But uh, no, that, that defense is scurry. Um, and then obviously, once the Packers defense got worn out from being on the field for 95,000 hours, um, the, the offense for the San Fran started to click. Kevin King was out there with his helmet on backwards, it seemed like. Um, he couldn't cover it himself with his blankets. It was bad. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, we talked about, I think it was like after 5 and 0 or like week 6 or something we were talking. I, I personally said that if there's any team that could beat the Red Hot Packers right now, it would be the Niners. And that kind of came to fruition here. I don't think anyone would have expected the game to go the way it did. Rodgers, I think, ended the night with 104 passing yards. Which it was I, bad. 
I think that's the lowest of his career. And the game, I mean, the Packers started with the ball. It's like, okay, they score here. You know, it might end up being a shootout. The Niners will not win a shootout, like I said in the pregame. Um, but, yeah, the, they got the Rodgers turnover, kind of. It wasn't a pick, but it was a fumble. And the 49ers are off to the races from there. So everyone around here knows the results of that game by now, so it won't beat a dead horse. But oofta. Packers have lost two of their last three. Still a really good team, but there's got to be at least a few question marks in Green Bay right about now. Yep, and I'd rather them be now instead of in the playoffs if they make the playoffs. <laughs> Amen, brother. Um, so, yeah, anything else you want to say about the Packers game, Josh? No, no, they just got to find out how to fix that offensive line. Um, get back on track with some things. Rodgers holds the ball too long, but that's something that um, we've known. So, yeah, I mean, normally that works out in his favor, I guess, not specifically in that game. But yeah, when uh, you have guys that are like you know Devonte Adams, second round draft pick, Jordy Nelson, second round draft pick, Randall Cobb, second round draft pick, not Alien Lizard, undrafted, Jake Kumuro, undrafted, Devonte Adams, broken toe, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, and- on to Miami. On to Miami. Okay, Billy B. All right, Josh. Let's. Uh, we we already previewed it a little bit, but that uh, Carolina New Orleans game. That shit was more intense than people thought it would be. Yeah. No, that was a great game. I mean, and and it just like divisional games. I got some flack. People were and and I saw on Reddit people were making fun of Green Bay because Arizona at least kept it close. They're divisional games. They're always going to be close. I mean, you look at um, you look at San Fran and Green Bay, and you see an eight and or at the time eight and two and nine and one team and 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 you think this is going to be a good game and then one team blew out it was it was kind of reminiscent of that uh super bowl seahawks and denver where you'd think yeah this is going to be a great game and then woof the <laughs> not even close yeah but then um but then you know the the cardinals are you know rebuilding kind of a garbage team themselves not actually that garbage um this year as i think they have plenty of promise yeah, they they're have, not gonna they win have. anything this year oh but yeah i like um, them next year but then they kept it really close against that team and that's just because they have that exposure um looking at atlanta which have been hot garbage this year they beat new orleans a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. um and new orleans was a favorite as far as nfc one or two seeds so yep. that's just something you know divisional games are always going to be like that yeah it seems especially with the saints the saints like in the last couple of years at least haven't had a knack for dropping it to fitz magic dropping it to maddie ice almost dropping it to kyle allen uh, like josh said divisional games are intense but it seems to be crazier for the saints who knows um i don't think neither of us watched this game but oakland gets destroyed by the jets 34 to 3 the only road I note down, I don't think we have the sounder anymore because I took it off, but it's John Gruden going, what the fuck are you doing? Are you out of your fucking mind? Um, which is what I was thinking because I like the Oakland Raiders and the, the Gruden Raiders a lot. So that was weird. Hopefully not a you know telling tale for the rest of the season. And uh, for some reason, I'm really interested in the AFC South. Jacksonville got destroyed by the Tennessee Titans. Ryan Tannehill has just been lightening up since taking over from Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota wasn't good, but Tannehill has been like a whole other level. Definitely, I would pick him up in your fantasy leagues if you don't have him already. Any, I know that you didn't put anything else, but do you have any notes about those two games, Josh? No, no, I, I agree with your takes on those. So I let I say we move on to the preview. Snow? Nope, just practicing. False alarm, folks. <sighs> Snow Nami watch is All getting right. more intense. So week 13, who'd you got? Well... The Minnesota Vikings are playing Seattle on the road, prime time Monday night, uh, eight and three against nine and two. I mean, this is—I've been saying for a while now—the Vikings got to win out. This is a good team. 
If you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. The Seahawks are a hot team. They're not perfect. We've seen them lose. Their defense is questionable. But the Vikings got to get it done if we want to be the real deal. So it should be – I'm hoping it's a good game considering the Seattle defense is not what it used to be. So I'm hoping our offense can get going, especially with Adam Thielen back. It'll be very hard for Seattle to stop Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook. They'll probably have to pick two out of the three. So look for at least one of those guys to have a big day in my opinion. Um yeah, I don't know. We got to win. And uh, Zimmer is 2-3 and three coming off buys. You know, we, that one year we started 5-0, and oh, had a bye week, and then we ended up 8-8. Eight and eight. That's not great. Um, so I don't know what it is about. I don't think I don't know if it's a Zimmer thing. I didn't look into any other coaches. You, you know, the common sense thing is to be like, oh, you're coming off a bye. You should have a good chance to win. I don't know if that's true or not, if the analytics follow that common sense thinking or not. But Zimmer, since he's been here, is 2-3 and three coming off the bye. We have plenty of time pr- to prepare. It's a primetime game on the road. Please, God, win. Those are my thoughts. Yeah, um, I said that they're, you know, it's a run-heavy Seattle. They run the ball more than almost any other team. Um, Minnesota has a solid run D, very questionable pass defense. Um, And so, you know, I'm expecting Wilson to throw more this game, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to stray too far from what their game plan has been because they are a very good run team. Um, It's another week, another Cousins versus good team narrative. He's got to keep this hot streak alive that he's been on to keep the momentum going for Minnesota. Um, And so if, you know, if – if he thinks too much about that narrative, who knows what's going to happen. Um, but it could also be, this could be very reminiscent of that uh, Los Angeles Rams game, Vikings game a couple years back, um, just because the defenses have their weaknesses. But it, it also just, it depends on how Cousins reacts to that uh, that pressure, as the media seems to think he has struggled with. Um, Zimmer versus Carroll, old man bowl. Chewing gum versus one eye. I was going to say, chewer versus strawberry. But yeah. I like one eye as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's that's that. I, I'm excited for this game. I want to watch it just because it is another huge uh, division. Not division, but, well, it is huge for the division, but then it's also big for the uh, conference. I saw that you put there, control their own destiny. Technically, I don't think that's true. The Vikings? Yeah. So of course they do. Well, if they win out and the Packers win out but lose to the Vikings, don't the Packers still take division? No, because you'd have one more loss than us. We're both 8-3, uh, and three, aren't we? Oh, that is true. So if you lost to us, yeah, I mean, if the Vikings went out, we win the division. And if the Packers went out, they win the division. So we both control our own destiny at okay. this exact I was, For some reason, I was thinking, yep, don't oh. worry. You guys are going to lose this game, and then it's done. Right. I was going to say, if we lose this game, it'll be peanuts, because then the Packers have just about every advantage. But if we win this game, we've got a good shot. Yep, um, I would agree to that. Uh, Green Bay, 8-3 and three at New York. Um, I don't know their record. I'm assuming it's 2-1 like, something, 2-9, yeah. I think um aaron Rodgers is going to do one of two things i said he's going to come up he's going to come out there put up 400 yards and four touchdowns just saying you know f you pay me type deal um (laughs) this is this is what i'm going to do for the rest of the year um pissed off about the uh san fran game or he's going to try and do that and he's going to hold (laughs) on to the ball too long to try and get big plays get sacked there's gonna be holding calls and then he's gonna throw his one hand up at the receiver like why didn't you push the guy over and get open um (laughs) He'll be getting in the ref's face. That guy tickled by Dingle. Well, that that one time he did get in the ref's place, face, he did have a reason for it. The one time. We've seen Rodgers get in the face of the refs plenty of times, though. Oh, yeah. I'm no. not going to say whether they've been every, knowledge. Every or not, player does it. I don't know about every player. Every player <laughs> okay. does it. You got it. Uh, 
and then block. I, I put that for the last few times. Just, just, just block. For the love of God. And I mean, it'll be certainly more difficult if Iowa's out. I guess I don't know his stats for the game. You said he's looking good, but that Iowa. <coughs> um, the only wrote I wrote. The only note I wrote down was that the Packers just need to win big. I mean, if the Vikings stomp this team, there's no reason the Packers can't. I think it'll be good for their confidence. Rodgers should be able to light it up. Um, it'll be great for the team to get a big win here. If it's more of a, I mean, if they win, no one's going to really care. But if it's more of a questionable win, like the Vikings had against the Redskins or the Broncos, I think not that it matters to the outside world, but I think the media will still be asking questions about the Green Bay, including myself. Be like, well, the Giants we are, the are a real bad team. So yeah, it's true. Yeah, I guess I meant like big media, but um, so yeah, it, it, it should be a convincing win. There's no reason the Packers can't dominate this team. That's the only note I wrote down. Josh, what else is tingling your jingle? Well, I see that you put Thanksgiving nap time on here. I'm looking at the records. Chicago at Detroit, 5-6 and at 3-7-1. I think that this is going to be a great game. If Chicago wins, they may have the path they need to set themselves up to win the division. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it's technically still possible. They're not out of it. Uh, I mean, they're not out of the – yes, technically that is correct. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, Green Bay, Minnesota, the planes crash, Chicago wins out. They have a chance. They'd probably lose to a uh, bye. But then but then you look at the uh you look at their quarterback and you realize, yeah, they're they're not gonna win it. Um I, I do think that, that I mean it's a division game. We just talked about those. I think that's gonna be fun. Buffalo at Dallas, that could, I agree with you on that. Could be a pretty good game. Um yeah. Jason Garrett's on the hot seat. Oh yeah, Jerry Jones was coming out swinging after oh, that yeah. Nats loss. Oh yeah. Um, New Orleans at Atlanta, we talked a little bit about already. Uh, the South, will, they're both from the South, but good job. They well, might rise co- again. Well, correct. That's why I was just like, the South will rise again? Because it's like, New Orleans, again, is favored to win this game, but they just dropped it to Atlanta, so it's like, which South will rise again? You see? That's true. And then the game that everybody wants to watch, Oakland at Kansas, no, I'm just kidding, uh, <laughs> San Fran at Baltimore, who is the illest? Now, if this was, I, I really wish that they'd just pull Booger in for for commentary on this because i want to see how many times he compliments lamar jackson oh my dude anyone who watched that monday night it was i mean and it wasn't just him it was cypher or not cypher but whatever the other guy's name is too the whole everyone was just sucking off lamar and i gotta be honest lamar's having a good season i don't want to take anything away from him but lamar was not jesus in that game i just want to say that i was not overly impressed by lamar in that game so he he hit players he needed to. He ran for almost 100 yards. He had five touchdowns. I mean, he wasn't Jesus, but that's because there was no water on the field for him to walk on. I guess. He. I mean, what? I think he finished, what, 15 for 20? Uh, I, I don't know. Sure. And five touchdowns. That's. I mean, that's a pretty impressive debut. Not debut, but pretty impressive outing. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't want, I, I was, I mean, it was a good game. He was the best fantasy performer um but i was just the, the way like if you were watching the game and you saw the passes he was hitting i was not overly impressed by lamar himself it's a really good scheme like i think lamar is killing it in that offense but his performance specifically i wasn't overly impressed by i don't think he's jesus yeah um i read something on uh reddit today and i'm not sure um what format it was in but if you were to separate his running statistic statistics as well as his passing he's rb1 and qb1 I mean, like, if they're talking about fantasy, I mean, obviously he doesn't have the most rushing yards. Like, he right, doesn't have right. Rushing but yards, I mean, but yeah, as, as far as... Like, like, he'd be startable in fantasy as an RB1. As, yep, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I'd believe that. Tennessee at Indy? Yeah. NFC South, the Bloodbath Bowl? Bloodbaths? 
I'm just really interested in the AFC South for some reason. I really like Indy. I really like Tennessee, and I like Houston. Tennessee has been the hottest team of the three so far. So, do you have a sour taste in your mouth for Jacksonville? Um, I mean, with the boat gone, I definitely have less of an affinity for Jacksonville. Yeah, no, so. that's that's what I was wondering. But but they yeah. replaced the boat with Minshew. So, yeah, I mean, and then Minshew got replaced by the big dick. So. Right, so I mean, you know, I mean the Jackson. Like if Minshew starts comes out and they come out hot next year, I'll be back on the Jacksonville bandwagon. For this year, though, I'm done with Jacksonville. So, all right, um, Oakland at Kansas City. This could be a good game as well. I think so. Yeah, I just wrote down Casey's been struggling. They're seven and four, and then Oakland's been bipolar. They've won some games they weren't supposed to win. They've lost some games they weren't supposed to lose. So I'm personally just really interested in what's going to happen. So that's why I wrote it down. And another divisional game. Yeah, for sure. And then Bengals watch. Didn't get it done against Pittsburgh. It was close. No cigar. Next, they take on the future Jets who just stomped Oakland. What will happen, folks? Let us know. Call into nine one one. Uh, please don't so that man's still on the roof did you get any updates on k-fan i did not um i'm assuming that by now he is regretting his decision after 11 weeks but you think he's still up there? 12 weeks oh yeah okay oh yeah i mean he's a cincinnati fan he probably forgot how to get down <laughs> rooftop watch continues <laughs> all right josh you want to talk about some locks and some upsets <laughs> darn tootin all right josh it's time to talk about locks and upsets kyle continues his lead he now has 30 points on the year jalen in second with 26 t tied for second with 26 jalen continues his fall from grace brad is next at 24 tied with brian and nikita jesse at 23 jordan josh at 21 walters garlic and Derek at 20 i'm out of it aaron 17 eric's what the fuck you doing man Dude's uh, still down at 16. I don't know, man. I thought this is Kyle's to lose. Um, I think Kyle's going to keep going with two upsets because Kyle's told me from the beginning his um, his strategy is reckless abandon. So I think he's going to keep going hard. And so we'll see whether or not that works out in Kyle's favor. But I'm excited for the rest of the lock and upset season. I'm not going to win it. But I'm going to keep going two upsets just to try. Josh, who do you like this week? I have Tampa Bay at Jacksonville or Tampa Bay upsetting Jacksonville. And Minnesota upsetting Seattle. What, what, what? Seattle's what, a three-point favorite, I think? C. All right. I also have Tampa Bay over Jacksonville as a one-point spread. I like Tampa Bay. I like uh, Bruce Arians as an offensive guru, so I like that upset. And then I'm going I'm going in with my hot take, going all in, since I'm not going to win the $104 anyways. My other upset, San Fran over Baltimore. I think Baltimore is favored by six or something like that. Or maybe it's more. I don't know, but... I'm going with it. Eric's. Do we even have to read his? He's so far behind. <laughs> I mean, since we only have four in here, we can All read right, that. Yeah, pity. so Eric's, uh, Tampa Bay over Jack's. Shocker. Um, and then his other upset is Pittsburgh over Cleveland. Another shocker, since he's a Pittsburgh fan. <laughs> For whatever reason. Um, and then finally, we have Nikita. She's got Casey over Oakland as her lock. And then she's hopping on the Tampa. So we have four out of four people have Tampa Bay over Jacksonville as one of their picks. And Jacksonville's going to win. <laughs> For sure. Do you think we can get 14 out of 14 on that game? Ah, uh, Maybe. Would, excuse me. That would be intense. So that's our locks and upsets picture for this week. We only got uh, five weeks left technically because we'll go through week 17. So Kyle, good luck. T, now you're not going to listen anyways. T, go fuck yourself. Josh, you know what time it is. Oh, 
Fun time, week 13 edition. Beep, boop, pop, beep, 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 beep. Grain of salt, Gar, give it to me. Lay it on thick. Give All me right. that Bradley grain. I was say, the grain of salt brought to you by our best friend, Bradley K. Noop. I went five and three last week. Josh, I'm, you're probably not looking at my page right now. I am looking at your There's page right now. There's a lot of fucking yellow in that wins and losses column. I've been extremely average in all my leagues all year. 51 to 45, though, on the year. 53.13 win percentage. Only one league I have four wins in. The rest of them I have five or more. I'm poised to make the playoffs in at least four leagues, maybe five. I'm excited, but that's my grain of salt, folks. If you want to listen to what I say about fantasy, I'm right about half the time. Flip a coin. I have a little bit more uh, green than you, but I also have more red. But I am sitting at, after a three and two week, I'm sitting at 34 and 26 for a 56.67% win <coughs> percentage. Um, dropped the Hidden Oaks Redraft League yet again for a six time straight. Six week skid, dude. That's, I, I, at this point, I feel bad. But I am poised to make the playoffs in three leagues. I locked in one or two already. Um, if I win in the Victoria Secret League, which is a um, it's a free for all, so it's top half wins. If I win in that league, um, I'm in in that one. Um, for the deflate these balls, if I win, I'm in. Um, and then, so the two of them are winning in. And then the Hidden Oaks redraft. If I win, I'm in. If Pretty well, much, you're pretty pretty would, much in. It would right. take a miracle for me to not be in if I win in the Hidden Oaks Redraft League. Well, I don't know, but um, it would. It's improbable. We'll get into it in a little bit, but yep. So, so I do have a possibility of all five of my leagues making the playoffs. That'd be good, man. I'll take it because I'm going to win them all. <laughs> that would be very impressive, Josh. But uh, if you win the Hidden Oaks Redraft League, it would make you pay for your own craving. Ha <laughs> ha, Josh, top performers of the week. I didn't do them this week, so you can... I'm just kidding. Quarterbacks! <laughs> Lamar, 36.3 points. Ryan Tan, my hill, 32.4. And Samuel Darnold, 28.2. Running backs, Leonard Fournette, 36.9. CMC, whoever that is, 34.3. And Derek Henry, 28.5. Wide receivers, we've got Chris catch it on his back. Godwin, 37.4. Jervis Landry, 36.8. And um, Dustin Johnson Moore, 31.4. <laughs> For tight ends, the golfer? yep. For tight ends, we've got it hurts twenty seven, Kitty Kit twenty five, and Jared Cook me some bacon twenty two. You have an absolutely breathtaking Heine. Can that be your shtick for the rest of the year? Just making up ridiculous nicknames for every player? Yes, I can. <laughs> Please, studs and duds. Last week, how'd you do, Gar? I did not bad. Um, I'm going back to my old form of picking pretty low-risk studs. Um, I had Alien Lizard, who let me down, but he's only projected 6.6 and got 3.8, so it's a negative 3 there. Todd Gurley, though, I also projected as a dud. Projected 15.5, only got 4.9. Overall, I was plus 7.8 on the week. I had Kareem Hunt, um, who got... (laughs) Almost got his projection, but it lost me 0.1 points. And then Devonta Adams was my dud. Um, he ended up being a stud um, due to that two-point conversion and touchdown. Um, so I only had a negative 2.3 net on the week, which isn't that bad. No, it's not that bad at all. Eric's uh, a man who not only sucks at locks and upsets, but sucks at studs and duds. Darius Geis was his stud. Projected 8.8, only got 4.8. OBJ was his dub. Projected 13.4, got 20.4. Overall, Eric's was negative 11 on the week. Eric's, I love you, but you're not representing Latvia well in our games here. 
Nikita had Elvin Kamara as her stud. Um, he was projected 21, so she had that ballsy pick. Always goes with those high picks. Almost she goes paid with the off. truthiness. Uh, she lost by or um, she got negative two on that. And then Zeke was her dud, almost a dud, negative point three. She finished with a negative two point two. Walters coming in hot with the DJ Chark doot doot to do as his stud projected 16 only got almost 11 negative five there she he also had Zeke same scores Walters was negative 5.7 on the week Brian with the guy who does exist yeah, Jonathan not, Williams not Jamal Williams thankfully um he was projected 6.8 he put up 21.1 so Brian with his old man brain you got positive 14.3 his dud though Nick Chubb 19.3 was his projection he ended up scoring 25.4 for a negative six Brian finished with an 8.2 net that was good for second place second place though behind jamie coming back strong to the studs and duds board baker mayfield as the stud projected 15.6 got 23.6 that's plus eight for jamie jeff old dirty boy driscoll projected 16.9 as the dud only got 12.6 jamie overall 12.3 on the week welcome back jamie who'd you got this week well josh it didn't work out for me last time. Well, I don't even think I picked him last time because I switched to someone else the last second because of Eric's. I'll never make that mistake again. I got Noah Fant as the stud. Projected eight. He's a favorite target of Brandon Allen. I think that tight end will kill his eight-point projection this week. I got DeAndre Hopkins as the dud. Going against New England, Amari Cooper had zero catches. I don't even know if he had a target. Well, he did have a target, but Amari Cooper had zero catches last week against New England. DeAndre Hopkins will have the same fate. I am thinking it's going to be a good week for old Gar here. I would agree because Hopkins is going up against Gilmore, I'm guessing, and Gilmore has shut down the top, the last two wide receivers he's faced. Gilmore's closed, dirt. Yep. Uh, my stud this week, Phil Lindsay. We're on a first name shortened basis. He calls me Josh. I call him Phil. Cute. Um, he's going up against the Chargers, I believe. Um, that is correct. Okay. Um, he's projected 14.3. Last meeting against the Chargers, he put up 25. Um, figured I'd just go with history. Not um, bad for my, an almost white guy. My dud this week, Lamar Jackson, after watching that um, safety, after watching that uh, San Fran defense, I think that they're going to give him a little bit of fits. Um, but 20, And he's projected 21.4. Not to say I don't think he's going to score points, but I don't think he's going to get 21.4. He might get like 18. Well, yeah. I mean, that Lamar's either going to get 40 in this game or he's going to get 10. Uh, right. in my personal opinion so okay. we'll just have to see how the game okay. goes okay your turn was my did my opinion offend you josh uh your face offends me yeah i get that a lot eric's got his picks in early this week dj chark is the stud projected 16.5 i'm pretty sure jacksonville's playing tampa bay yeah we just talked about a lot of time ago so dj chark could get plenty of opportunities this week chris carson is the dud going up against minnesota chris carson looked bad last week plus minnesota's been pretty stout Rashad Penny's coming in hot. I like your picks here, Eric's. We'll see. My wife going with Austin Eckler for her stud. Projected 13. Going a little bit off her off her path of the high projections. Um, but, you know, I think that's a good pick. Um, and then her dud for the week was DeAndre Hopkins following your lead with the Patriots uh, pass defense. We will see what happens. Just going to quick to the leaderboard. Nikita still leads the core five. She has a score of 23.5. I'm right behind her with 21.7. Josh, you're positive at 5.5 in third. Ooh. Walters, you're negative 10 in fourth. Eric's negative 32.4 in dead last. Looking at the big leaderboard, Brian leads everyone with 59. Then Hammer, get your ass back here, 53.4. Then Nikita's in third there. Josh, you want to talk about the redraft league? You want to talk some fantasy football? Well, Yeah. Our side bet last week was go long, quarterback with the longest pass. Hammer had Jameis Winston throw for a 71-yarder. 
That's true. I mean, you just want to, do you still want to play the sounder or no? No, we're good. Okay. Brief walkthrough of all the games. Prediction, predictions outcomes. Josh had three. Gar had six. So was that your brief walkthrough of all the games? Or? Absolutely. <laughs> um, so since I'm going to actually do it, I don't know if Josh is going to do it or not, but nope. I, in my first matchup, I beat Nate 155.6 to Nate's 130.4. Chris Godwin carried me with 38. Jesse had Allen Robinson and Mark Ingram put up about 25 apiece, but it wasn't enough to destroy or to uh, beat Jamie. Jamie had 134.2 to Jesse's 116.7. Christian McCaffrey carried Jamie with 34.3, and then DJ Moore, 31.4. So Jamie had two of the three top performers right there, or two top performers right there. Willie playing Robin. What Willie. could have been a, what could have been an upset if Robin would have played a kicker. <laughs> It was getting I was getting sweaty there for a second for Willie. Oh yeah. Um I mean she had Elshon who didn't play and Harrison Butkerin who didn't play. That's true. Um but anyway, so Willie beats Robin eighty six point nine to Robin seventy seven. So pretty close game. Willie's still shaky. His I mean Dalvin was on a bye, but Willie's not doing so hot. Getting less than a hundred points is not a good look for that man. Um, Hammer had Amari Cooper put up zero points, as we've already discussed, and yet he still almost doubled T's 64.6. Get fucked, T. With 120.7. Hammer had Jameis and Kamara, but then he also had Jarvis Landry, who put up about 37. Uh, T's top performer was Jeff Driss... Actually, no. Nope. Chase McLaughlin <laughs> with 14. His, his, T's top performer was his kicker, and his third top performer was his defense. Oh, what a bad week to be T. Uh, moving on. The Walking Tacos. 109.2, was it enough? Yes, it was. He beat Garrett, who only had 71. Derek trade by, or trade. Derek carried by Drew Brees, who got in a trade from Brad with 22. And then Jared Cook, right behind him, nice uh, Saint to Saint matchup there with 22 as well. Garrett is finally going to die. His top performer only had 13 points. Brad versus Nikita. Brad beat my wife. I'm going to kill you. Um, he had Leonard Fournette, who put up 37. Michael Thomas put up 26. And then the Green Bay defense, which got him a solid zero. Nikita, Sick. her team struggled, but Calvin Ridley got her 22, and, and Cole Beasley got her 20. Um, her defense, Buffalo, got 13. And, yeah, Dak Prescott played New England and shat the bed. Yeah, it was not great. I mean, I the rest of her team was on a bye. Right, that's correct. I thought it was going to be closer for Nikita. I know coming into the last week, we were kind of arguing about who's going to win that one. Or not arguing, but discussing. My brain said, Brad, I wanted Nikita to win, but it didn't happen. Finally, Josh, your matchup. You had 122.2, led by Lamar Jackson, who had you 36.3. Nick Chubb got you 25. Devonta Adams got you 19. But it wasn't enough. Brian had 126.8 as his total, carried by DeAndre Hopkins with 27.4. And Jonathan Williams, a great waiver wire pickup with 21.1. Josh, do you have any other thoughts on your game? That last uh, offensive series for the Rams last night, that was the perfect metaphor for how I felt about this game. <laughs> that ball went right through Cooper Cup's hands, just like my victory chances. Because if he would have caught that, no doubt in my mind I'd have won. I mean, how many? I don't know how long that play was. It but. was like eight yards, but it's still one point eight. And Jared Goff likes white people. Yeah, I cannot confirm or deny, but I will assume that Jared Goff, as a white, does enjoy other whites as well. 
Um, so Josh, I don't know. Is Brian really upsetting people if he's eight and four? Like, it seems like Brian gets an upset every week. Maybe that's just based on projection, but isn't it an upset? Based really? on projections. I mean, yeah, he is, but no, he's not. <laughs> right, he is. And he is not fuck you, Brian, I think is what Josh and his old man, br- old man brain. Yeah. All right, Josh. Did, what, did you hear that? Sorry, I'm just sticking around. You're awful. When you hear that sound, Josh, you know another competitor has fallen. Robin Mose, you have officially been eliminated from playoff contention. We are sorry to see you go, but at the same time, not really because it gave up on the league like seven weeks in. I wish you all the best, and if we remain 14 teams, good luck next year. Josh, let's talk about this week. Things are about to get intense for the bottom of the playoff bracket. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's uh, going to be a, a week that's for sure. Um, we've got Jamie and Robin. Who cares? Um, un- it's an un- unimportant as Lady Hammer has the one seat on lock. Um, I mean, we both project Jamie's going to win this one. Yeah, we do. And then just uh, since I, I kind of made it awkward there, but the side bet this week is Coffee's for Closers. The smallest margin of victory will win the side bet this week. So hopefully you win, but not by that much and get yourself five free bucks. But yeah, Jamie at Robin, meaningless in every way the, of the term. Yep, I'm mean, the same with this next matchup, except for the seating implications that are at stake. Um, if the main goal, um, the main priority is to discuss who makes the playoffs, and this one doesn't technically matter. Yeah, no. um, because it's garlic. That's you, eight and four at Jesse, seven and five. Both of you have locked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's only seating implications here. Um, we both say you're going to win. You have it as one, or I guess I can let you read your numbers. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was just giving rough guesses based on, like, averages and projections and all that. I think I'm going to win 130 to Jesse's 118. I have you at 133 to Jesse's 131. Um, Good enough for the side bet, I believe, in my predictions. I'll take it. I'll take a five bucks. I never won a side bet yet. Good for you. Um, Next up, we have T, six and six at Willie, eight and four. This is going to be the... Um, this is going to be the first matchup we discussed that is has playoff implications. Uh, T is basically a win and in, um, just because then he'd be seven and six, and then only one other team can get to that mark. Yeah, T um, wins and he's in. He's a lock for the playoffs yep, for sure. But if he loses, he could still make it with a Derek, Nikita, and Brad loss. Um, Willie, he can win for a possible two seed, um, and and that's I think where he's going to finish. I have him winning one forty to T's one hundred. Yeah, I got Willie winning 130 to T's 98. The only reason this matchup matters is because, like we said, I mean, we can predict that Willie's going to win in a blowout no matter what. But, obviously, anything could happen any given Sunday, all that jargon. So, this matchup matters because if T win, essentially, if T wins, there's only two playoff spots left for three teams to fight over. If T's out, then we pretty much know the, the other three playoff teams. So, it's T's matchup is pivotal for all the other people on the bubble here. So, it looks like T's going to lose, and T probably should lose, but if T wins, things get more interesting for the other teams. Yeah. Next up, Derek five and seven, and Nate two and ten. Nate was eliminated last week. We found out, but Derek still has a chance. Um, a very slim chance. Very slim, but he needs to win. And T, Nikita, Garrett, and Brad all need to lose. Um, and I don't know 
he he still has a chance, but he'd have to outscore other people if Brad wins, and and so and that's I mean, not going to happen right, because you yeah. have to outscore Brad by fifty or forty three, something like that. Right. So, but if we're just going on wins, he needs to win and have T Nikita Garrett and Brad lose. Yeah, that's uh, pretty slim chances. But when I was I just went matchup through matchup, predicting them all, and that's literally what happened. Um, so I know I've been biased the last couple of weeks, thinking Derek's going to make it. I didn't force that in here, but that's just kind of how my predictions went. Obviously, I could be one hundred percent wrong, but I have Derek beating nate 117 to 115 so i think this matchup's gonna be pretty close and i said that you would get the side bet with my predictions i can't read um this one nate gets a side bet with my predictions because i have him winning <laughs> 106 to you 105 stole my imaginary five dollars yep, next matchup another big playoff implication both teams still on having a chance at making it uh nikita win and t loss nick nikita's in if t blah 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 um Nikita's in if she wins and T loses. She's pretty much a lock. Yeah. Um, or if she wins by more than 26.1, she'll surpass Hammer's points for. If she wins by 27.1, she'll surpass... Uh, or she, if, she, if she outscores you by 27.1, she'll surpass your points for. So Nikita's got a couple different avenues, but the easiest way for her to be in is if she wins and T loses. Yep. Um, Hammer's winning in, lose, and he has to outscore me by one uh well yeah i mean that, if i that, lose right that well if you lose you're pretty much so like so oh yeah, yeah. if i has, lose i'm out yeah if hammer has a game on you and nikita um so the simplest way for hammer to get in is to win or if he loses then at least outscore you nikita could tech if t wins and nikita comes past hammer um and if nikita comes in and outscores hammer but underscores you i think hammer could technically fall into nine and then it would be you nikita and t in those last couple spots i think is how it could work out um so i don't know but the easiest way for hammer to be in is to win or to lose and at least outscore you okay um Next matchup, another big playoff one. Me at Garrett, both sitting at five and seven. I have a healthy points lead over Garrett, um, about 94, 96 numbers. Um, winning pretty much in, um, as we discussed, I want T and my wife to lose for that to happen. Doesn't necessarily mean that that's how it has to go, but it makes it easier. Right. Um, Garrett, he's he needs to win with a T loss and hammer Brad Nate win. Or not being outscored by five if Derek beats Nate because they have very low points for. Yeah, they're not really up there. Um, and so, yeah, I guess you're, this week you're rooting for Willie and you're rooting for Hammer. You're rooting for Hammer less than Willie. Um, but, you know, it just gets interesting because if Nikita beats Hammer, then there will be three of you at six and seven. And then so T's matchup is huge. And so with you and ha- it's, it's just going to be an interesting week. Um, so you just pray you win and then the card should fall in your favor most likely. Yeah. And I have you winning 128 to 91. I don't think I mentioned the last matchup. Just real quick, I had Hammer meeting Nate 127 Nikita. to 103. Or Nikita, sorry. Yep, I had Nikita winning 120 to 110. I think she's going to have a couple players go off. I just looked at the matchups real quick. Um, and, and, then, and then I had me beating Garrett 105 to 99. Uh, my team never hits the projection, and I hate my team, and I hate myself, and my never, team is garbage. Like, didn't you hit like 130 last week or like 125 or something? 122, but it wasn't my projection. My projection was 130. Ooh. Um, right. And so, yeah, I'm gonna, I hope I squeak one out. It'll be close. Last uh, matchup, we have Brian, who's a lock at Brad. Brad still technically has a chance at the playoffs, though slim. Um, and... Brad, if he wins with a T loss and he outscores Nikita by 32, Hammer by 58, and me by 59, he's in. Yeah, so if you want to talk about Derek's chances being slim, Brad's might be slimmer. 
are, yep. are definitely are slimmer. Yep. And so uh, I pre- I predicted Brad to win this game actually 130 to Brian's 111. Yep. And I I predicted Brian to win just because Brian seems to find a way every week. But this is my closest matchup. I think I have Brian winning by one point. So 119 to 118. Things are going to get interesting. I know we didn't really get into the matchups and the specific players. But if you want to do it justice and talk about what the playoffs are going to be, we wanted to keep it a little higher level. Just talk about the matchups and what we think is going to happen. So with all those predictions we just laid out, I'm going to lay out to you what I think the final top eight seeds are going to be, aka those who make the playoffs. So for the playoff matchups, I think it's going to be Derek in the eighth seed facing Jamie in the one seed. I think it's going to be Josh in seventh seed playing Willie at two. I think it's going to be AJ playing me in the three seed. So Hammer was the sixth seed. Then it's going to be Jesse at the in the five seed playing Brian at four. And I'll be honest, like I don't want to say I'm going to tank, but I really don't want to play Hammer. Hammer's too hot right now. So if the if the things fall the way they I predict they're going to be, I don't I don't know if it's better for me to lose this match just so I would play Hammer or Jesse or Brian instead so those are things i'm considering this week is who do i really want to play in the playoffs i don't want to play hammer though well i think that answered your question i had nikita (laughs) at the eight seed jamie at jamie at the one seed then i had hammer seven willie two josh six gar three and then jesse five brian four and i saw your note about that um and that was just the site that i used to look it up um that's just the order that they had it in so i don't know if they just they didn't fit count points four and that so that's what i went with sure and i was i didn't know if you cared or not but it's like if you were going off like the scores you predicted i think hammer had you be like four points oh yeah or something. no no i didn't go by the scores i predicted okay then yeah so we both have t falling out of the playoffs unfortunately you have <laughs> your wife making it um i do not have your wife making it unfortunately so my my six teams that were eliminated were nikita t garrett brad nate and robin i mean all those teams have something to play for in the playoff bracket who knows if they'll actually put in the effort or not but there's still money and potential draft um benefits to be won so we'll see yeah um i did update this uh playoff odds thing and i'll go through it real quick um just so people listening who care haven't skipped and gone to something more entertaining um they (laughs) understand kind of the seating possibilities and so jamie's already locking at one nate's already locked at 14 good good job there guys um we can have those slim i'm not going to go into the percentages the two seat is still open to willie gar and brian the three seed gar brian and willie that's just the order in which that they were um likely to get that seed right fourth seed brian gar jesse willie fifth seed jesse brian aj hammer Sixth seed, AJ, Josh, Jesse, T, Nikita, Brad. God, if Brad came into the sixth seed, can you imagine? Right. Holy uh, shit. But that's, yeah, no, that is including the points for and stuff on that. Um, seventh seed, me, AJ, Nikita, Brad, Garrett, T, Derek. And then the eighth seed, Nikita, Brad, Garrett, T, Derek, me, Hammer. So there's a lot of possibilities. So Jamie's a lock. After that, it's going to be some combination of me, Brian, Willie, maybe Jesse, and then it just gets more... Jesse's a lock as well, but then it just gets way more interesting from there. Um, and we already talked about our predictions, but, I mean, Ja, who do you... Who do you... I mean, assuming we would both pick ourselves, who do you want to see win this thing that isn't us? Like, not picking yourself, not picking me, not that you would pick me, but who... Whether they're in the playoffs or not, who do you want to see take this thing? Brian. <laughs> Not even because he's the only one that listens to the podcast. He's not the only one. But he's the only one that matters that listens to the po- besides my wife. No, Jamie, no hammer, no. Okay. I mean, assuming. I mean, if Nikita makes it, obviously I'm going to cheer for her. 
if I don't make it. Sure. Um, but as far as like the, if, if I can't vote for myself or family, then it's going to be Brian. If I can, if it's open to everybody, it goes me one a Nikita two a everybody else five. Sure. Yeah. I feel that. I mean, I'm, I mean, it, it feels wrong to treat, uh, to, I shouldn't say it feels wrong. It feels weird to, um, cheer for Jamie only because like, she's been so dominant this year and it's like hers to lose. If Willie like falls off here a little bit, but I just think it'd be really cool for Jamie to win. I mean, she's been a hot team since she entered the league. Nikita has as well. So shout out to both those women for being dominant in fantasy. I would I would really like to see Jamie's name on the trophy. If not my own, if not Jamie's, I'd like to see Jesse win again just because why not? Jess? Brian would be a really good story. Yeah, no, Jess no, no Brian, not necessarily because it's his first year in the league, but because of the waiver moves he's had to make. Andrew Luck screwed him right Andrew away. Andrew Luck retired. He's lost other people. Yeah, yeah, no, so that would be impressive. Um, Nikita, uh, the reason I think it would be, you know, I'd cheer for her absolutely if she makes it into the playoffs because David Johnson was her first-round draft pick, and he hasn't played at all this year it seems she, yeah she definitely got screwed so by she DJ. got screwed there lamar miller was her next running back he tore his acl yeah um ripsky but then but then she still manages to have a shot at you know as high as the sixth seed based on whatever happens so yeah. that's that's just crazy to me yeah i mean obviously i want i'm not saying like i'm not trying to shade willie not that willie listens to this i'm not trying to shade willie brad josh whoever else but to me jamie would be the coolest victor um but we will see what happens and i know i think we're both excited for the playoffs josh do you have any other comments on the hidden oaks redraft playoffs this year i'll be more excited if i win this week <laughs> i bet you will instead of being five and eight and not for sure not being in the playoffs i gotta get the cody award in one league i guess <laughs> god um so yeah so that's that's those are all the different scenarios and scenarios for what can happen this will now lead us into our outro here josh um you know i we, we've pretty much talked about everything we want to talk about but um any other comments about thanksgiving the turkey bowl fantasy real nfl any other final words Are you excited for this week football as potentially the greatest week on the calendar year you got the turkey bowl you got three games of football on a day off of work you got i'm done with work this week so right and you got see there you go and you got the fantasy playoffs right around the corner i mean this is this is a peak week in the world for americans at least oh snow now has it started snowing is there any white powder any white powder on the ground what do you see out there boy what is it little susie's caught in a well anything no snow yet at 7:26 p.m no white stuff is at the ground well josh i might have time to go buy some coke Ooh, get some mixies for the being snowed in the next couple days hell yeah brother <laughs> all right well josh thank you for having me in your home as always Nikita, uh-huh. Nikita. we have beef stew upstairs if you want some all right bench warmers i'm not falling for that i don't want any of your nikita's beef stew uh but nikita speaking of her thank you for welcoming me into your love home you as nikita well. you're my wife <laughs> ryan walters shout out to you for listening so loyally eric's kestrick to you as well That's eric landvik i'm pretty sure you died um you know we still love you but i don't think you've listened this year which is okay jamie levi zatch brian hammer brad jesse jordan kyle we thank you so much for listening we appreciate you hidden oaks overdose at gmail.com is how you reach us facebook.com slash hood pod or anchor.fm slash hood pod to leave us those voicemails especially league members i'd really appreciate you leaving us some voicemails if you make the playoffs but i'll text you about it next week have a great week everybody thanksgiving i'm stuff your face is fat
bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him.